On today's episode of Sports Medicine Weekly, Dr. Brian Cole and I discuss what are the healthiest kinds of alcohol to drink? Does it affect muscle building? How does it affect sleep, which is vital for muscle repair? Steve Cashel here with Dr. Brian Cole, our producer, Alex Soroka. We'll get into those topics, but first, warm weather is here. Time to get outside, enjoy your favorite activities, spend precious time with family and friends. Aches, pains, or an injury should not be part of the memories you're making. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are here for you. More than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland. Rush's clinical experts get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if Rush Physical Therapy is right for you? Request a complimentary consultation to discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit vcell, vcel.com. So Dr. Brian Cole is right alongside on this podcast and, uh, Kind of uh, an interesting topic, Dr. Cole, because, um, oh, unfortunately, maybe a lot of people enjoy uh, the use of alcohol. Uh, but let's talk about some of the healthiest kinds of alcohol to drink when we thought, think about uh, relating to uh, people who listen to our show. Uh, generally unhealthy, correct? So it's a great topic. Uh, I love this topic, especially as we're, uh, we've been in the midst of this pandemic. I think a lot of people were thinking about the role of alcohol over the last 18 months. And I get asked this question a lot. You know, is alcohol always unhealthy? Uh, does it affect our ability to exercise and build muscle? What are all the, you know, the sort of side effects? And, and if you're concentrating on you know, fitness and weight loss, can you still drink alcohol and lose weight? So I think, Steve, the first thing is, you know, alcohol is generally unhealthy. I think any other way to sort of uh, to look at this or uh, re revise history is probably going to uh, is not based on science. It's calorie dense. It has certain toxins. Uh, but I would say that there are certain alcohols that would be considered healthier than others. The one that has come up a lot is Steve has been uh, wine. You know, wine has um, a number of, uh, of antioxidants and has a positive association potentially with uh, cardiovascular disease, atherosclerosis, or otherwise known as hardening the arteries and hypertension, maybe certain types of cancer, type 2 diabetes. It's been uh, associated with potential benefits for neurologic disorders and metabolic syndrome. Um, but it, it's been something that has uh, been, it's, it's a bit of a quandary in terms of how good the research is in this area. You know, wine has resveratrol. Resveratrol has had uh, been associated with antioxidant, maybe uh, anti-oncogenic or anti-cancer properties, uh, and maybe some benefits in, uh, in, uh, to inhibit some of the, the, the problems we see as we age. But the challenge is you need so much wine to accumulate resveratrol uh, and to make a difference that it really doesn't make practical sense. Um, the other one you say up, that, right? Say that again. Be careful how you say that. You need you need a, a lot of yeah. wine. Don't get yeah. the wrong so, idea, so, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I so I'm, my point is that you know, in order to get what is good in it, you would have to drink an awful lot to get a, a proper dosage, if you will. So I would say it's not advisable. Yes, there are other ways, for example, to get antioxidants in resveratrol. Yes, um, and and it, it doesn't mean you have to drink uh, uh, three liters of box wine to get there. Okay, yeah, not like not likely to be great for us. Right, uh, tequila comes up a, a lot. You know, tequila generally speaking is probably one of the cleanest, cleanest, maybe healthiest alcohols. 
comparatively, it's lower in calories than most alcohols. Uh, it only has about 69 calories per ounce and has no carbohydrates or sugar. Uh, it's made from agave, so that's considered all natural and generally contains less toxins and preservatives than other types of alcohol. But I think you can't leave this podcast episode and say, oh, well, I got to drink a bunch of tequila because it's so healthy. This is all relative comparisons to other things that you and I might drink. And Steve, I'm sure you've seen this like this emergence, this explosion of seltzers out there. And um, you know they don't necessarily contain the healthiest of ingredients, but from a caloric standpoint, they're actually, um, I guess you could argue that they're healthier. They don't have high calories, uh, high carbohydrates. So I guess I would say that it's one of the more cal- the less calorie uh, dense alcohol drinks, but you can't walk away from this uh, podcast and say that, yes, seltzers, tequila, wine are all healthy. It's a relative consideration if you're someone who, uh, you know, who does, who does drink alcohol. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you um, if uh, alcohol, uh, does it affect muscle building? But first, uh, another note from one of our sponsors, Karen Malkin. She makes the best protein brownie bar and superfood bars on the market. They're certified gluten-free. They're paleo, no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at KarenMulkin.com. Another thanks to one of our sponsors, JRF Ortho. They partner with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to JRFOrtho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at DonateLife.net. That's JRFOrtho.org and DonateLife.net. Okay, muscle building, Dr. Cole. Um, you know, you don't want to flirt with uh, with too many variables there. Uh, does alcohol affect muscle building? Well, I think one uh, consideration is that we know that alcohol can affect our sleep, our REM cycle, and so forth. And sleep, as we've covered in one of our other episodes, is incredibly important during the rebuilding process. Sleep is one of those recovery modalities that we depend upon. It's when our adrenal access, when our stress hormones are managed, it's when growth and recovery occurs. So if your sleep is impaired, such as it can be with alcohol, that could be a particular problem. Uh, Clinical studies have shown that alcohol can slow protein synthesis. We need protein synthesis, the ability to manufacture protein uh, to recover. So we need that to rebuild our muscle, especially after it's been broken down after a a very heavy workout. So yes, alcohol can impair that. It also has been shown, uh, Steve, to lower testosterone levels. And that's, uh, which in part actually has been uh, shown to be uh, the cause of the the hangover feeling and a lack of energy the the day after uh, heavy drinking. So Testosterone is also directly responsible for muscle building. So lower T levels uh, also could impair muscle growth. Um, It's also uh, found, as I mentioned, to impair growth hormone. And that might have something to do with the fact that it impairs our sleep. And so I would say overall, uh, alcohol will have a negative effect on muscle building. Okay. And final question, uh, can I drink alcohol and still lose weight? Yeah, another one that's interesting. Um, you know, losing weight is really about being in calorie deficit. So if calories are burned, uh, the greater number of calories consumed, you can, I guess, in theory, lose weight. But the problem is alcohol is generally calorie dense, and if you do it at the expense of other proper nutrition that's balanced, that even that's sort of a, a double-edged sword. So in general, I think it makes weight loss more difficult. But it's it's still possible if you want to lose weight and still consume alcohol. I think just make sure you're sure that we're consuming you know alcohol that's less calorie dense throughout the day, and but you can't you can't use food only alcohol uh, consumption or the lack of only. 
exercise on a regular basis, three times a week, 45 minutes per episode, is really probably the core of any program when you're talking about losing weight. And you and I are not looking to lose weight, Steve. We're looking to become leaner. And so losing weight at the the expense of protein uh, mass and muscle mass and so forth is not a good way. We have this concept of sort of being what we call a a skinny fat person. In other words, people who have a lot of adipose or fat tissue around their, their visceral or abdominal organs. That's a high risk for hypertension, heart disease, and diabetes. So this is a very important area. Uh, the bottom line is we always talk about things, moderation. So, you know, look, a drink uh, per day, per night uh, in a, a, cal- a caloric sur- surplus situation is not the end of the world. But if you're looking to manage your weight and your body mass long term, I think that over the course of a week, you really would like to be what we say a net caloric caloric deficit and high quality calories are important. And I would argue that alcohol is not going to be one of those things. Yeah. And final question, Dr. Cole, just on like a personal level. I mean, you know, you're in your twenties, uh, and you can, it seems like those, those hangovers, uh, didn't last as long, um, you know, drinking and, and to excess now, which I try to avoid at every cost, you know, kind of, kind of fun when you're doing it, let's say you're out with your wife or a group of friends, but it is tougher and tougher to recover at our age, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that you and I don't have the extra time to do it. And uh, I, you know, having uh, young, young, younger kids in their twenties, um, I can um, tell you that that's absolutely true. So it's one of the reasons that I, you know, probably decrease consumption because, you know, I like to be up early, not to feel badly, and so forth. And you and I just don't metabolize things the way we used to. So we're not like we were once were, Steve. And in lots of ways, including our ability to uh, tolerate uh, more than a couple of drinks. As Doctor Coley says we're rotting from the inside out that's right that's right we just have to control it now it's so true though it's scary but um let's do everything we can dr cold to make sure that we uh, replenish our bodies in the right way and uh try to avoid we can't avoid it but uh we can help this uh rotting from the inside right by doing what we can to eat and exercise and it's so true though lift weights and eat right and uh you'll extend your life no question and don't get injured Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> if you can't, <laughs> don't play anything. No. <laughs> That's right. You can play, just don't get injured. Exactly. All right, great stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, final word from one of our sponsors, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. They have something you can't find anywhere else, the number one ranked orthopedic in spine care in Illinois. When it comes to diagnosing and addressing your pain, their team of orthopedic providers is focused on giving you the most effective treatments to help you feel and function better. They have access to the orthopedic and spine experts completely located in six Chicagoland area locations. Easier than ever to get you back to leading a full active life. You can visit RushOrtho.com to learn more and find a specialist. We hope you enjoyed today's Sports Medicine Weekly episode. You can be sure to add the uh, Sports Medicine Weekly podcast to your playlist on Apple and Spotify. Listen in anytime, anyplace. Subscribe to the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. And new Sports Medicine Weekly podcasts are shared weekly on social media. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For our producer, Alex Soroka, I'm Steve Cash. On behalf of Dr. Brian Cole, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. and look forward to the next one. Take care.